It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It is almost that time, 16 days away from the 2023 NFL Draft, and it's starting to look a lot like Bryce Young's season here in Carolina Is that the right thing for the Panthers, though? I'll tell you right here on Locked On Panthers. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, your team every day. That's our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me. Julian Council on Twitter, at Julian Council, where on Fridays I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions right here on the show. Either at me or DM me over on Twitter, at Julian Council. It is almost that time. We are 16 days away from the NFL draft taking place in Kansas City, Missouri from April 27th through the 29th. But more importantly for us here in Carolina, we're 16 days away from knowing Who is going to be the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers in the future? Maybe not week one, but who is going to be that fingers crossed franchise quarterback? Is it going to be Bryce Young or is it going to be C.J. Stroud? That is the debate over the next two weeks here in Carolina and across the NFL as everyone waits to see what the Panthers do when they're on the clock. When the Panthers traded up a couple of weeks ago on March 10th, the thought was C.J. Stroud was their guy. All the Vegas sports books, including FanDuel, sports park partner here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, went out there and made C.J. Stroud the favorite. But as time's gone on, the sentiment has changed a little bit about who the Carolina Panthers prefer after going to Pro Days in Columbus and Tuscaloosa and Lexington and in Gainesville, Florida to check out C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young and Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. And after having more conversations amongst themselves, it feels like it might be more of Bryce Young's season than C.J. Stroud's season here for the Carolina Panthers. As last week, Chris Mortensen of ESPN.com, or ES- yeah, ESPN, ESPN.com said that Bryce Young is the pick. 
Yes, connecting Frank Reich to C.J. Stroud in terms of prototype of a guy that he's worked in the past, but they all love Bryce Young. I think I'll quote Adam Schefter when he said, this reminds him of when the Niners moved up all the way to number three to draft Mac Jones and then changed their mind last minute and drafted Trey Lance. That has not worked out for them. And I think the Panthers are on Bryce Young at the start and will stick with him when it's time to turn it around. Now, turn the card in, rather. Um, yesterday, talking to Matt Miller, also ESPN NFL Draft Analyst, he was telling us from the intel he got and still has, the Panthers moved up to go take C.J. Stroud. But he also told us that things could have changed from March 10th to now April 11th, the last 30 or so days, things could have changed. And that seems to be the case because Mortensen, at least what he's telling us, is it's always been Bryce Young. And the past couple of weeks have only cemented Bryce Young as the guy for the Carolina Panthers. And even Peter King of NBC's Football Morning America, his column that comes out every Monday morning, he was saying last week that signs are starting to point to, oh, this might be more Bryce Young than C.J. Stroud. And he agreed with Chris Mortensen on Monday saying that it's not a done deal, but the momentum toward Young is real. What's interesting is the 5'10 Young goes before the 6'3 and a count for C.J. Stroud is how it signifies how much the game has changed over the past few years. Young likes people comparing him to a point guard, a distributor of the ball to the open man because it illustrates a lot about modern quarterbacking. In today's game, a short quarterback can work better than a generation ago because it's more of a horizontal, short passing game overall. He does not have to sit there and be that pocket passer. He can get out of the pocket and go do other things, unlike what the game was back in the past. And Bryce Young, again, there has not been a quarterback like him. There's been five foot ten guys like Kyler Murray, like Doug Flutie, but no one has ever weighed in about 190 pounds and played quarterback in the NFL at that height. So that is obviously a concern. It's not just Peter King. It's not just Chris Mortensen. It's Albert Breer also saying in Monday morning quarterback, on Monday that I don't know whether the Panthers have made a final decision on which quarterback they'll take with the first pick. I believe if they had to make that pick today, it would be Alabama quarterback Bryce Young and breadcrumbs at this point are all over the trail. Carolina has traveled. Young also did really well on the S2 test, a cognitive assessment to measure processing speed that some teams put a lot of stock in when it comes to evaluating quarterbacks. Joe Burrow and Justin Fields were high scorers on a test in recent years. Close to half of the NFL's 32 teams subscribed to that test, and Panthers being one of them. Tepper is also said to be a believer in it. So if David Tepper's on board with that test, and they like everything they've seen about Bryce Young throughout this process, what they saw from him at Alabama the last two years when won the Heisman Trophy, and it was one of the best college quarterbacks the last couple seasons, it seems like all signs are pointing to Bryce Young right now being the favorite in Carolina. And last week we talked about it. FanDuel Sportsbook had C.J. Stroud as a favorite. Now Bryce Young, along with C.J., is the co-favorite at minus 110 to be the number one pick in the draft. And Bryce Young is also the favorite to be taken second overall. Wow. We'll see what happens here, y'all. Because as I've told y'all, I think Bryce Young is the better quarterback. But I also believe that the concerns about his weight, not necessarily his height, because his height has not been a detriment to him when playing at Alabama. And yeah, things are going to be different in the NFL. One of the uh, anonymous people who spoke to Peter King had said that, well, Bryce Young had a really good offensive line to Alabama. He won't have that in the NFL. Well, maybe not all the time, but the situation is coming here to Carolina. 
he's going to have a really good offensive line. And the year that Bryce Young won the Heisman, Bama's offensive line, by their standards, was not very good. So it's not like Bryce Young has sat behind a great offensive line in every single start of his career at Alabama. He was able to carry that offense last year. I think he's a tremendous player. But I do believe that there is some merit to the concern that we have never seen someone like him in the NFL have long-term success. Not that he can't do it, but this is a whole new ball game when it comes to Bryce Young and what he's bringing in terms of just talent, of course, but just the body type that he has. Where C.J. Stroud, I don't think is as good as Bryce. I don't think he's very far behind him, but he has the size. He has what you're looking for, and you're not concerned at all. But for whatever reason, the Carolina Panthers are deciding, at least according to Mortensen, Peter King, and Albert Breer, and a lot of the thoughts around the league right now, that Bryce Young is their guy. They still have 16 days. This week's going to be important today. On Tuesday, Bryce Young's going to be in Charlotte for his top 30 visit. The Carolina Panthers, they talk to Anthony Richardson. They're going to meet with Will Levis. They're going to meet with C.J. Stroud. This is pretty much the last week or so to figure out, all right, we're going to talk to these guys. We're going to get to know them better. This is our opportunity to figure out who is our guy. Because after this, you would think they would wrap up the evaluation, that they would have their big-time meeting with all the personnel people, Scott Fitterer, Dan Morgan, Samir Suleiman, Cole Spencer, everyone within that organization, Adrian Wilson, they'd all have a conversation. David Tepper, Nicole Tepper, Christy Coleman, maybe as well. They'll all sit down and decide who is their guy. I think Bryce is the better player, but I also understand why people would be concerned. And a part of me also is worried about the constant debate that comes after. Because no matter who they take, we're always going to wonder what the other players they didn't take end up doing in their career. And if someone goes on to have a better career than the guy the Carolina Panthers get. Again, Carolina, they cannot get this one wrong. So is Bryce Young the right pick? He's certainly not the safe pick. We'll find out soon enough. Because right now it looks like the Carolina Panthers are inching closer to making him their franchise quarterback. So we'll see how it plays out here in 16 days time now top 30 visits as I mentioned are going on across the NFL including here in Charlotte as the Panthers are bringing in some prospects like Bryce Young Anthony Richardson Will Levis CJ Stroud and others who they be they could be targeting in 16 days time at the NFL draft we'll go over some of the names of the guys that have been mentioned to be coming to Carolina and how they might fit here with the Carolina Panthers if they indeed do come here we'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers but before we get there, grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back, and there's no better place to get in on the Major League Baseball action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up, place your first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up vandal official sports betting partner of major league baseball this is david harrison of the locked on commanders podcast and this episode is brought to you by discover looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone luckily with 24 7 u.s based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yep you heard that right you can talk to a real human in customer service anytime Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. 
Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's an important week for the Carolina Panthers and the other 31 teams in the NFL as they continue and really begin conducting top 30 visits ahead of the NFL draft here in 16 days time in Kansas City, Missouri. Bryce Young, the Alabama quarterback who a lot of the NFL media believes right now is in the driver's seat to be the top overall pick in Carolina is here today on Tuesday in Charlotte meeting with the Carolina Panthers brass for what I believe will be the final time before they decide to make the decision on whether Young or Richardson or Levis or Stroud are the right guy for them, but really it comes down to Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, the quarterback out of Ohio State. Anthony Richardson, he wrapped up a two-day visit on Monday, meeting with the Carolina Panthers for his top 30 visit, and the Panthers will, of course, also meet with Will Levis and C.J. Stroud at some point over the next week or so to figure out which of these quarterbacks they truly want. Again, going back to the intel that we've been told by Matt Miller yesterday, the Panthers originally moved up for C.J. Stroud. But after the last couple weeks of pro days and other conversations that they've had amongst themselves in the meetings with these individuals, it feels like Bryce Young is the guy. And we were starting to hear some murmurs about this a week ago. Joe Person from The Athletic, he put out his mock draft. And he was saying, hey, I've been hearing a lot of things about Bryce Young, but I'm not quite yet yet ready to move off of C.J. Stroud as my pick. And then Peter King, he was saying some things last week. Then we hear from Chris Mortensen. Then King is saying the Panthers love Bryce Young. Not to say they don't love C.J. Stroud and that Stroud won't be the pick. But right now the momentum is all there for Bryce Young to be the top overall pick for the Carolina Panthers. So him, uh, Richardson, who's already been here to Carolina, Levis, and C.J. Stroud, they will all be here for top 30 visits, which is not news. We already knew that was going to be the case. Now, who are some of the other players that are going to be coming? Because it's not just quarterback the Carolina Panthers are going to be focused on in this draft. What are they going to do at 39? Scott Fitter did not want to trade away that 39th overall pick to Chicago when trading up to number one overall because he wanted to have the flexibility to really get one of those good players. He feels like the value in his draft is from 20 to 45, and the Panthers are right there sitting at the tail end of that part of the draft. And Matt Miller is telling us there could be some really good players at corner that could make a lot of sense for the Panthers right there at 39. And if one of his top receivers falls there at, and is available at 39, that might make some sense as well for the Carolina Panthers. So we'll see what how it works out. But some of the guys that are going to be interviewing and bringing in for visits over the next week or so, they are going to be targets for the Carolina Panthers potentially at 39 or at 93 in the third round or at 114 later on as well. So here's just a list of what's been so far reported uh, as far as players that are going to be coming in for top 30 visits. Ole Miss running back Zach Evans will be here on the 14th, which is what, Friday, I believe. Friday is the 14th. Yeah, so he'll be here on Friday. Zach Evans was originally at TCU, five-star recruit coming out of the state of Texas, really good running back. He kind of took a uh, backseat last year at Ole Miss, the Quinshaw Juckins, but he was still a really good player and someone that you would love if the Panthers had not gone out there and signed Miles Sanders because he's basically the same back, ton of speed, great at the backfield. Panthers going to give him a look. Don't know if that's going to be the pick that they make. Seems like someone is going to go probably in the third or second round. So we'll see how that pans out. Also going to talk to another uh, Ole Miss player and wide receiver, Jonathan Mingo, who I have seen mocked a couple times uh, to the Carolina Panthers, uh, a big receiver the Panthers could use and someone who they could pair with 
Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud for the next four-plus years, hopefully here in Carolina. They're also going to talk to Ohio State wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba. Going to be pretty much a waste of time because I don't see the Carolina Panthers finding a way to be in position to get Smith and Jigba. They would have to trade up into the first round. They've already given up enough to get up there and to get their quarterback of the future, and then they've given up some other assets in the future, so don't know how much more they can give up to get Jackson Smith and Jigba. Also going to talk to Purdue wide receiver Charlie Jones. Never heard of him, but hey, welcome to Charlotte, Charlie. And Stephen F. Austin, wide receiver Xavier Gibson, is also reported to be headed to Charlotte for a top 30 visit. LSU offensive lineman Anthony Bradford is another, and this one should get a lot of people excited based off of what Matt Miller told us yesterday. LSU edge rusher B.J. Ojolari is set to come to Carolina later on this week for a top 30 visit, and that's absolutely somebody, if he's there at 39, that's something the Carolina Panthers got to strongly consider after what we heard from Matt Miller yesterday, just about the kind of player he is. And he was excellent at LSU. And if you want to find another player opposite of Brian Burns, kind of similar size, who can go out there and be that edge rusher and can take some pressure off of Brian in the future, Ojolari can be that dude. And he has first-round talent. And the Panthers could have a first-round grade on him. And there's probably some other teams that are going to have first-round grade on him, but they might not get an opportunity to take him. If Ojolari is there at 39, that might make the most sense for the Carolina Panthers, as we discussed yesterday with Matt Miller of ESPN.com. So really good to see that he's going to be here in Carolina for a visit later on this week. Uh, this one was already reported and I think happened about a week or so ago. Uh, Arkansas linebacker Bumper Poole, he has come to visit Carolina. And corner, that was a position group that Matt Miller told us probably has the most value when you look at 39 for the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are going to be talking to uh, two cornerbacks, at least going to have two of them visit, at least has been, but what's been reported, Kansas State cornerback Julius Brintz and Penn State cornerback Joey Porter Jr., who I've seen been mocked a couple times in the first round. Maybe he's an early second round guy. Certainly, if that's the case, Carolina Panthers may have an opportunity to take him. They are 39 if he's available. That's a player that could be. That corner opposite of J.C. Horn could maybe step in and be that number three guy this year or to step up and be the number two if Dante Jackson is not the same player he was coming off of that Achilles injury. That is a player, Joey Porter Jr., who I thought was was awesome at Penn State, and I could see stepping right in here and being an impact player for the Carolina Panthers, not just this season but in the future as that second corner opposite of J.C. Horn. And if he's there, like Ojolari, that's someone that you really have to consider uh, drafting at 39th overall. NC State offensive guard Chandler Zavala also is someone who's coming in for a visit. And a TCU wide receiver Darius Davis coming in for a visit. So those are some of the top 30 visits and the players that will be here over the next week or so for the Carolina Panthers. But mainly the focus is on the quarterbacks, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, C.J. Straub, but really Bryce and C.J. and trying to make the final evaluation of which one fits this organization the best and which one can lead the Carolina Panthers to the sustained success that David Tepper promised us after he got rid of Ron Rivera. Who will that be, Bryce or CJ? And there's a couple other guys I mentioned there in that top 30 visit list. That could be some really strong picks in the middle part of the draft for the Carolina Panthers. So uh, keep up. I'll keep you up to date here over the next couple days on some of the other players coming in here for top 30 visits for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, the Panthers have begun their offseason program. Having a new coaching staff, they're able to start earlier than some of the other teams out there. I'll take you through what the Panthers will be doing over the next couple of weeks leading up to the draft. And then afterwards, 
When we come back here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You've heard me talk about this mobile game app before, and if you ever thought that you'd make a good general manager, then you got to give this game a try. It's not as easy as you might think to create a dynasty. When you play Ultimate Football GM, you get to control and manage every strategic aspect of your team as you play through seasons and lead your team to glory, trying to build a historic dynasty. Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, managing all the finances, including negotiating player salaries and terms, navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft, injuries, player slash personnel issues, and all the ups and downs of the season. All of this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. Locked On Panthers listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code Locked On in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps, so make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. The offseason is over for the Carolina Panthers. Well, sort of. It's not technically over. They're still going on about their uh, business. But the offseason program has begun. So the offseason where the guys weren't in the building, that portion is over. But they're back in the building as they started their program on Monday, April 10th, as the Carolina Panthers with a new coaching staff were allowed to start a week earlier than some of the other teams out there. And they'll continue to go about phase one, which consists of the first two weeks of the program of activities limited to meetings, strength and conditioning, and physical rehabilitation only. And then after that, in phase two, that's where we'll begin doing some on-the-field work. So a voluntary minicamp going on April 25th through 27th. Of course, 27th is the first day of the NFL draft. Then following that, there'll be a brief break. You have rookie minicamp, but then you'll start having OTA off-season workouts, May 23rd to 25th. The Panthers dates also May 31st to June 2nd, June 5th through the 8th, and then mandatory minicamp from June 13th through the 15th. Then we'll have about a seven-week stretch which I basically call vacation of the Carolina Panthers not being out there in pads or anything. They'll be have seven weeks off and then they'll head down to training camp and be prepared or get prepared for the 2023 NFL season. So there's just a quick little snippet of what's going on with the offseason program as that started on Monday with the Carolina Panthers. I'm getting back at it and starting to uh, 
build this organization under Frank Reich and this new coaching staff. So really excited to see what's going to look like here, especially uh, come next month. Once we get some of those rookies out there in particular, who that rookie quarterback is going to be that they take number one overall, Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Um, again, y'all going to continue to have a lot of guests here on the show. Got a couple more uh, slated for the rest of the week. Keith Sanchez, who's the host of the locked on the locked on NFL draft podcast also works with the draft network. He'll be on tomorrow's show. Steven Ruiz, who has certainly never held back his displeasure uh, for Matt rule and to say the franchise, I think he's happy now. So I'm going to have Steven back on the show here on Thursday. He of course writes for the ringer and he's a Carolina Panthers fan. want to get his, th- his thoughts on who the Carolina Panthers should take um, as their quarterback there at number one overall. So Keith Sanchez, excuse me, and Steven Ruiz both coming up here on the show on Wednesday and Thursday. Then Friday, we'll be back with the weekly Friday mailbag here on Locked on Panthers. So that's what the rest of the week looks like here on the show. As we lead up to the NFL draft, going to talk to as many people here on the podcast as possible to get their perspective on what's going on. Anytime there's a little bit of news like we got with Bryce Young and how he seems to be the favorite, I will probably do a solo show, but the rest of the time, I am trying to have as many people on here as possible to give me their opinion on what the Panthers should do and also their opinion just on the players the Panthers are looking at. So we'll get into all of that here throughout the next 16, 15 plus days, or I guess 15 days um, on the show leading up to the NFL draft. So that's going to wrap up this edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Again, y'all, make sure to subscribe to the show or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Julian Council. We're on Friday. I'll answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions, either at me or DM me to get those questions in. Um, But in the meantime, uh, be safe, be happy, be whole. As always, keep pounding, and I will talk to you and Keith Sanchez on Wednesday. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.